Hello and welcome to our brand new show called From the Beginning on Heavenward Thinking. Today we're going to start in Genesis chapter 1 and we're going to work our way through as much as we can each week. We're going to go through scripture starting in the beginning in Genesis and we're going to lay the foundation for so much of our theology, our teachings, uh, that we often don't go back to Genesis and lay the foundation. We don't get into the stories that really set the stage for the rest of scripture and especially for the New Testament, which we spend most of our time focused on. So we're going to spend a lot of time in the next uh, several weeks, starting at the very beginning of Genesis. A lot of our, what we talk about will be stuff that we uh, have some curriculum through from Answers in Genesis. We're excited to be partnering up with uh, some of the curriculum they've given us that we purchased through them. Uh, and we're going to share some of that stuff with you. And we're just going to really heavily focus on what Scripture says and develop some teachings uh, through what God's Word says itself. So today we're going to start uh, in Genesis chapter 1, starting in verse 1, and I'm going to read the first chapter. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And God said, Let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it, and it was so. God called the vault sky, and there was evening, and there was morning the second day. And God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered to one place, and let dry ground appear, and it was so. God called the dry ground land, and the gathered waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants, and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds, and it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it, according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning, the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night, and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years, and let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. And God said, Let the water teem with living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea, and every living thing with which the water teems, and that moves about in it according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number, and fill the water in the seas, and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image, and the image of God he created them. Male and female he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. 
Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth, and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth, and all the birds in the sky, and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. So we see here in Genesis 1, the account of creation, uh, the story of how God created uh, heavens and the earth. And it's important as we start that we start from the very beginning and we see in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And he started uh, with something that was formless and empty. Darkness was hovering over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And then we see starting in verse three, a series of events where God each day during the six days of creation, he spoke things into existence. Uh, and it's amazing as Christians, as we look at that and see the power of our God. Uh, this past week, we released an episode uh, where we went through the Psalms uh, 135 and we saw the greatness of God and we marveled at the greatness of God. And I think that relates so well to what we see here in the beginning uh, as we're doing this show from the beginning. It's important to see how powerful our God is, how he created something out of nothing. He had the authority to just speak and creation came into being. That's one of the first things that strikes me as we look through here, how God was able to just speak things into existence and then he was able to call them good. And he went through each day and created more and more of creation until finally we get to the sixth day where God creates mankind in his own image. And it's important that we see the distinction here between all the different things that God made. He made mankind in his own image, something totally different from all the animals. Uh, nowadays, we are, get lumped in with animals constantly. People think that we came uh, from apes and that we are not created by God. But that is absolutely not true. We were definitely created by God. We can see that in his word. We need to make sure that we stand as Christians, we stand on God's word, not on the word of man, where we've developed our own reasonings, our own ideas, where we have the theories of evolution, where we think that we uh, somehow evolved out of unintelligible things. And by random processes and chance, we just happen to come about. And, and you see, when you look at creation, how complex everything is. If you look at another human being, and you see the complexities, uh, even just looking at cellular, cellular levels and just looking at our uh, physical attributes alone, you should really stop and think how that could possibly happen by just random processes and chance. It doesn't make any sense. It's not an intelligible idea at all. But we see here in the scripture uh, something totally different. We need to start uh, when we're looking at scripture and we're learning things uh, through the Bible, when we're developing our theological doctrines, we have to start with God's word, not uh, sinful man's word. Our own ideas, our own thoughts will always be corrupted because of our sin. And we'll discuss that more as we move further into Genesis 3 when we develop the concepts of the fall and when sin was introduced to humanity and how we fell from our perfect creation standpoint. Uh, and that will explain a little bit how we have these fallen thought processes. So when we rely on our own intelligence, uh, that's not going to lead us to a great place. So we need to start with God's word. It, it is fully authoritative. It is fully truthful and fully trustworthy. So we should rely on that. That being said, when we get to uh, the sixth day, here we see something totally different with humanity. We were made different than the animals. As we were saying, as I was saying earlier, we were made totally different than the animals because we were made with the very image of God. Uh, therefore, it is so important that we respect uh, human beings, that we ha 
respect the dignity of each human being made in the image of God. Every human being is born with that. Uh, from the moment you are conceived, you have the image of God in you, and you need to take that seriously. So it affects the issues that we will talk about on the show, such as abortion, uh, the sanctity of life, and it's going to lead to more and more doctrines, more and more things that you probably have heard. Uh, maybe if you are a Christian, you'll have heard them in church. If you aren't a Christian, you probably have heard them thrown around. We're going to really dig into that on this show. Uh, the origins of all of really uh, what we see in Scripture and all of our doctrines that we come up with throughout Scripture. We're going to see the origins of that here as we start from the beginning. I'll work our way through Scripture. Uh, so it's really important that we understand that that we're different than animals, that we were created differently. And then we see here also uh, that God uh, created, and in verse 27 it says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God he created them, male and female he created them. Again, this is another important thing that will build off of our doctrines, where we get the whole concept of male and female, where we don't have uh, any gender you please, and uh, homosexuality, and all these things that are running wild in the world, and then coming in and corrupting our churches. Uh, we see here that God doesn't give us the option to choose our own gender, and we don't get to do whatever we like. God created male and female. So this is where we get that from in verse 27. If you have never heard that, this is where it is. We don't spend enough time uh, looking at Scripture and seeing the origins of things, knowing what God's Word actually says, not what human beings have twisted God's Word to saying. So here we see God created male and female. It should really uh, put an end. It should mute any discussion about, well, can there be different genders and can I change my gender? No, it's very clear here. God created male and female. And we'll continue to talk about that. It'll be more um, obvious in chapter two and as we move forward about the distinctions of why we have marriage between one man and one woman. We're going to see that in the next chapter as we go through this. Uh, but that really starts here in verse 27. From the very beginning, God created us male and female. And then not only did he do that, but he gave human beings a specific command. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So God didn't just create us human beings to just be a part of the creation. He didn't create us uh, for a random purpose, for no purpose at all. He created us for a very specific purpose. Uh, we're to bring, bring glory to God by uh, being fruitful, increasing in number, multiplying, um, and then filling the earth and subduing it. We have to have that. This is the creation mandate, as it's often called, of subduing the earth. We were to be uh, the ones to rule over the earth in such a way that it brings glory to God. So we need to respect the earth uh, conserve uh, natural resources in a way that brings honor to God. Make sure that we uh, are using the earth in a way that brings glory to God uh, in every way. So uh, when we do things in life, we need to do it in a way that we think, how can this glorify God? How can how I treat uh, people? How can how I treat the earth, uh, animals? How can I treat all of creation in a way that honors and glorifies God? Not in a way that we worship creation, but in a way that we worship our creator through how we interact with his creation. So those are just some things uh, this week uh, to really think about. Um, and then we at the very end, uh, one more thing we see that on verse 31, there's another distinction that we need to see. God saw all that he had made and it was very good. And that's totally different than everything we've seen each day. The other days, it was God saw that he had made and it was good. Uh, on the final day, when he had made mankind in his own image, when he had given them a purpose and a reason for living, he says, everything is very good. And I think that just shows us the value of human life uh, and the importance of human life. God loves his creation 
but he specifically made us to be set apart from his creation in a different and unique way. We are the only uh, creation he has made uh, that is in his own image. We weren't made like all the other animals. We weren't made like all the rest of creation. We were made in a specific way for a specific purpose. And then God said that was very good. So that gives us some clarity on our purpose, uh, why we're here, how we were created, how we're set apart from the rest of creation. And it really gives us some clarity of seeing through the lies that our culture has created. Really here on this show, we're going to really in the next couple of weeks dive into how God's word differs from what man word says and how we've really warped and twisted scripture. Uh, we've adopted ideas of evolution and all kinds of different natural processes and stuff that really has no basis and no basis scripturally. And we're going to see how God's word makes way more sense than human beings word, especially human beings who have a sin problem where we don't actually tell the truth and where we create our own things through lies uh, for our own selfish reasonings, which is what we see in the scientific community today. Uh, so I hope you take some of this to heart. Look forward as we continue to move through our uh, show here from the beginning. And we're going to really walk through scripture in hopefully a way that will help you understand some things, maybe see some things in a new way and in a new light as we journey here on Heavenward Thinking. Join us next time for another episode of From the Beginning. <laughs>